Hi, this is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. Thanks for tuning in this week. This podcast is about learning to embrace your silliness, your humanness, and figuring out how to make life happier and better, one step at a time. So today, we are having a special episode. My friend Jordan's here to talk about the four tendencies. We'll talk about boundaries So last week, as you may already know, I didn't post an episode. I was gone in Mexico. My friends were having a bachelorette party. And so we went and partied it up, drank lots of tequila. I got some alone time too, which was cool. I got to explore um, a little bit of the southern tip of Mexico and had lots of fun. And I just thought, hey, I'm not going to record this week. I'll do it when I get back. So There's that. Before I left, we talked about self-compassion and how that's important for living intentionally, why it's important to allow yourself space and let yourself go through whatever you're going through and feel what you're feeling. I'm just like, we just recorded 30 minutes and I forgot to plug in the microphone, so (laughs) welcome to the podcast. (laughs) So yeah, Jordan's here. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. We're going to talk about boundaries, and for me, people-pleasing has always been a thing in my life, so we're going to talk about that, kind of the blurry boundaries uh, that come with that. And then also, we will get into, I kind of view boundaries as speaking your truth and how you can begin to set them in your life, too. So first, we're going to talk about defining those boundaries, and so For me, I've always looked at them as setting out guidelines for how you expect to be treated by others. And this comes with learning about yourself and learning about your needs and being able to communicate these needs to others and respecting them. And I really just think it's important for living intentionally because when you're living your life for other people and to make other people happy, you have less time and less energy to live your life for yourself. And I'm learning that my time and my energy and space is valuable. And so I owe it to myself to stay true. And with that being said, I feel like speaking our truth and being intentional is really important for that. It goes along with talking about self-care. And that's something that I've really kind of been learning about this past year and tried to integrate in my life and just understanding how much emotional energy is at stake and how I kind of like let that bleed out sometimes and I'm not really good at setting up strong, strong boundaries. And something that's come along with that is just realizing there's a lot of tension in my body and I think it's just kind of due to resentment and frustration and Really all of that being directed towards me because I don't know how to communicate or whatever these boundaries. And so I get upset because they get violated and I mean, whose fault was it? But it's okay. And so I'm learning that by setting these and learning how to maintain them is really respecting yourself and expecting others to respect you too. And I believe that when you can demonstrate healthy boundaries, then you are basically respecting yourself and loving yourself enough to speak your truth. 
So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I'm going to welcome Jordan to the podcast. She has been a huge inspiration for me in starting my podcast, supporting me, and keeping up with it too. She literally listens to every episode and loves talking about it and loves supporting me. So I thought she would be perfect as a first guest. I Since I had gone to Mexico, I hadn't recorded it yet. And I was like, okay, I'll do it when I get back. And I, her birthday is tomorrow. And so me and my sister came up for the weekend and I was like, oh my God, what a perfect opportunity. Maybe Jordan will want to talk about boundaries with me. So I asked her, she said yes. And she mentioned she could talk about the four tendencies. And this was a test that she, excuse me, asked me to take to see which type I got. It's kind of like a personality sorter type test. And so I was like, hey, that would be so cool. And I think it would kind of fit in with the talk about boundaries. And so I'm going to let Jordan have the floor. And while she's talking about these tendencies, we'll think about what maybe boundaries means to each one kind of what we've been talking about and stuff like that. So welcome, Jordan. Hi, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Hello, beautiful humans. Um, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. It's such an honor. I'm just so excited. Great birthday gift. Thank you. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So the four tendencies are a framework that Gretchen Rubin started. She is this amazing author and podcaster and just all around like cool um woman power kind of person she does oh yeah yeah we need lots of those um she does the happier with gretchen rubin podcast with her sister elizabeth craft who is also a badass powerhouse with her writing partner sarah they're like hollywood writers for tv which is awesome oh that's cool they have a podcast too called happier in hollywood it's like a spinoff it's amazing um But yeah, they're really cool. But she created this four tendencies framework to kind of sort people into how they handle expectations, be it outer expectations or inner expectations, where outer expectations are like how you would handle a work deadline or something for, you know, other people like your boss or your family or friends, whatever. Um, And then your inner expectations are things for yourself. So like a New Year's resolution or like just anything discipline yeah discipline. <laughs> anything for yourself really and so the four tendencies each handle um expectations differently and they thrive at certain things and aren't as good at other things unless you're an upholder i guess we can start we'll start with upholders yeah they're holding <laughs> up the whole thing they hold up all the things they meet external and internal expectations um so they're very self-directed and take initiative They really hate making mistakes and can get defensive and they have like a really high value on follow throughs. Like if you tell them you're going to do something like you you better do it because like they're expecting you to do that. Expectations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, I feel like with boundaries, you know, they they are really good at upholding their own, you know, boundaries. They know what they want to do and they're going to do it and they see what you want done and they're going to do that. And sometimes I think they have a hard time with understanding why other people's boundaries are 
like hard for them to keep up with like because they're good at upholding both it's like well why can't you right do this Meet me like this yeah too. like yeah. I'm up here why can't you do it with me it's like well because yeah. I'm not an upholder you know yeah um it's not as easy for everybody and they because of that you know they can seem kind of rigid and demanding um but they're very reliable and thorough and they're really eager for like rules and regulations so it kind of sounds like me a little bit sometimes yeah I kind of relate to all of them a little bit in their own way but then you're like definitely a certain one but yeah I don't know we're all a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. melting pot of human craziness (laughs) yeah that we must say that (laughs) (laughs) um so something else that Gretchen has is like these key strategies for habit change so all of her work is basically like how to make and break create habits for like happiness and like bettering your life and all of that um and so she created these like 21 strategies for habit change and there are certain ones that are like more specific for each Mm -hmm. um tendency so for upholders the strategy of scheduling is the one that helps them the most so like if some they value something like a person or an event or something they really want to do, they're going to put it on a calendar and then they're going to do it because it's on the calendar. Oh, um, I wish I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I need to actually do a calendar, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I would always like make an agenda and like fill out the first week and then I would just be like, no. <laughs> yes. I'll like start <laughs> like months later. I also take it way too seriously and I'll be like, okay, but this planner is so beautiful and if I don't do it perfectly yeah. and it doesn't look amazing, I'm going to ruin the planner. And it's yeah. like, okay, then an entire year has come by and the planner's <laughs> blank and it's for that specific I'm year. I'm so glad I'm not the it. only one because every planner I have to throw away. Oh my gosh. I have so many <laughs> empty planners and I'm just like, what on earth? <laughs> I was just flipping through mine from last year that I got, and it's literally called Make Things Happen. And it was, like, <laughs> August to August. And it was, like, the August before we went to Bali and then through the August that we were going to Bali. And so I was like, this is it. I'm going to use this. I'm going to plan. I'm going to get organized. I'm oh going to save God. all this money. I'm going to do it. And I just flipped through that, like, two days ago, and it was, like, there were maybe five things written in it and like, this one month. And it was, like, when I came back. Or, right? No, the week before <laughs> Bali. It was like, here's all the things I have to do. Trying to get my shit together. (laughs) Literally, that was it. That makes me feel so much Uh, more normal. Anything crazy, weird (laughs) that you can't stand that you do, you are not alone. Someone else (laughs) does it. There are so many people on this planet. Someone else does it. Don't worry, you're not alone ever in anything. We're all weird in all the different ways. Bunch of. (laughs) if you're not weird then you're weird exactly (laughs) then you're normal what is that (laughs) we'll never know we'll never know so um yeah i feel like upholders that was was that so moving on to questioners um questioners They question all expectations, um, outer and inner expectations, but they meet expectations if they feel they're justified. So like if it makes sense to them, they're going to do it. Yeah. So in theory, they are they can uphold inner expectations and not so much outer expectations. But really, it's because they do whatever 
um, they can get answers for that make sense. They they do a lot of research. They're very like data driven. They really hate things that are arbitrary. So like New Year's resolutions, you know, that January 1st is an arbitrary date. They're not yeah. going to, they don't care like what day it is. Right. It's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it whenever I'm going to fucking do it. Like <laughs> they've already done what? the research. Right. They know exactly when to do exactly. it. Exactly. They also hate being questioned, which is funny because they question everything. But because of that, they're like, don't question me. I've thought about this more than you ever will. I have already questioned every bit of everything I'm about to do. And so I know that I'm doing the thing that works best for me because I have done all my research. Yeah. So sometimes I feel, I feel like I ask people questions and they get irritated. So maybe they're questioning. I just want to know. Yeah. Like, I'm just curious. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to know what you know. But then they're like, mm-hmm. why are you questioning me? Yeah. And I'm like, that's not even what I'm asking you. <laughs> Sorry. No, I like it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just asking what a question. They probably are questioners and they're just like, why? I already know all the answers are right. So you don't need to. Yeah. Do you not trust me? me? Exactly. That's their whole thing is like trust. So, oh, yeah, their strategy for Claire. Uh, there's their- <laughs> Shakira. <laughs> That's a Shakira thing now. Oh my gosh. I think I got that from Mariah. <laughs> we believe we're going to do it tomorrow. Oh my gosh, so much. <laughs> their um their key strategy for habit change is the strategy of clarity. So that's like why they have to have a really good understanding of why they're doing something. And they have to trust the source, like where it's coming from. Like it doesn't matter if you're like an expert. Like they they really have to trust you before they're going to do whatever it is. I mean, so that's have to be fair. very clear on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with boundaries, you know, they, for themselves, they're probably pretty good at it because, you know, they've done their research and made sure, like, if, I, if I'm going to set a boundary about something, I'm going to figure out why, I'm going to figure out how, the best way to go about it, da da yeah. da da and then, you know, I'm going to follow through on that right. because it makes sense. So mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to, unless it's, um, you know, some boundaries that people who aren't questioners would think are not up for question, they question, like traffic laws. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they're like, oh, hey, stop sign, you're a pause sign. Like, (laughs) I can see clearly that there are no cars coming. Do I really have to stop? uh, Nah. Not (laughs) Um, today. Not if you're a Arbitrary. (laughs) Arbitrary. Arbitrary Who decided that this direct location was appropriate for a sign? Probably someone with Probably the state. Probably an upholder. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> who works for the uh, state. <laughs> right, right, right. I feel like maybe a lot of people who work for the state are That's upholders. Thinking, yeah. Maybe. That would make sense. That's interesting. What a theory. I feel like. Except the corrupt ones. Would they still be upholders? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Or rebels. <laughs> they. Or just shitheads. Uh, <laughs> That. <laughs> Don't spit your tea. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I got the tea. Got the tea, your unicorn tea. <laughs> oh, Don't goodness. question the unicorn. Oh, never, never. <laughs> Unicorns know what's up. <laughs> Shout out to all the unicorns. <laughs> That's you. That's you. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I don't even know. Questioners. Yeah. <laughs> questioners, man. Man, questioners. They question all the things. I don't know. I feel like that 
pretty much covers so. that. Yeah, you yeah. did their strategy. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was the clarity. Yeah. Why and trusting people. And let's move on to Rebels. See if we can get through yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time it took like 30 minutes. To the whole 30-minute episode was just us trying to Rebels. talk about Rebels and Rebels. talking about Star Wars. <laughs> you guys know Stout. Too bad we didn't plug the microphone. <laughs> no, what it would have been nice. But Baby Yoda was there, guys. Yeah. And he killed it. It was awesome. <laughs> Star of the show. Just he he's, stole it. He's a true OG rebel, for sure. <laughs> the cutest rebel. The cutest rebel in all the galaxies. So, rebels. <laughs> we're like, we're getting distracted again. It's not going to happen. We had to let it we're go rebelling. at the beginning. We're rebelling. We're obliging rebelling right now. <laughs> obliging rebellion. Uh, we'll get into that momentarily. Okay, so rebels, they resist both outer and inner expectations. So if you tell them what to do, they're going to be like, nope, I'm going to do the opposite of that. And sometimes they do that to themselves too. And it makes it really hard to probably set boundaries unless you know how to work with that. Um, so they put a really high value on freedom and choice, self-expression, authenticity, um, they're very in touch with their like authentic desires. So I feel like that would be really cool, you know, to have that sense of self that we all are looking for. For sure. Once we awaken to our present being and our yeah. lovely, grateful state that we're in. But if we all had a more, we were more in touch with our authentic desires and our authentic selves, I think boundaries might even be easier. So maybe, maybe rebels... They learn from them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they really don't care about like other people's opinions, like conventional ways That's of doing really things important. and stuff. Yeah. They're just like, whatever, I'm going to do my own thing. And they, they do act out of love a lot and like, or a sense of mission or like belief in something, a belief in a cause or something like that. They'll do things if it is important to them. You yeah, know? for sure. So, their, their key strategy for habit change is the strategy of identity, which is basically like, what kind of human do you want to be? So like whoever, like, you know, if they're rebelling against doing something, it's like, well, do you want to be the kind of person who does that? And they're like, oh, shit. And they like question about it. Or, huh, they question it. Hmm. I'm like, wait, how many questions? <gasps> Cross-referencing. Um, yeah, it's, they just, they know who they want to be and they stick by that if you frame it right. You have to be careful with how you word things with rebels because if you say the wrong thing, they're going to be like, nope, not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> and like, like you got to use reverse psychology. Yeah. Or and they even might have to do that on themselves because it's, you know, they rebel against that everything. That sounds like it would be so hard. Yeah. I, I, it sounds like it is from what I, like all of what Gretchen talks about and pe like people who write into her podcast that are rebels are like, I want to switch my tendency. And it's like, oh, you're stuck. Yeah, I do too sometimes, man. <laughs> Don't we all want to be upholders? But like, it's, I mean, you are what you are. And people will write in and ask her, like, can you change your tendency? And you can't. You can't change your tendency. You, um, it's just kind of like, you know, I'm an Aquarius. Like, you can't change that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when I was born. <laughs> like, that's just part of me. But, um, and that's the thing about all of these quizzes and different frameworks that categorize people a lot of people rebel against that you know they don't want to be put in a box they don't want right. to be categorized and it's like it's not it's not that that's 
defines you. That's not who you are. It's just a part of you. It's one aspect of like your personality. Yeah. It's yeah. just like one thing that makes you into who you are and makes you up as a whole. So like we're both obligers, but you know, I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Pisces. Pisces. So it's, it's different obligers. Yeah. It's different kinds of things. And we have different love languages and Myers-Briggs and what was the number thing you were telling me about earlier? The Enneagrams. Yeah, that. I've got to do that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm a two. You might be a two also. Sure. It goes along with no people idea. pleasing and serving others. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very likely. Yeah. I'll have to do that one sometime. But it, it ranks them too, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. A wing. Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I started talking about the wings, but we don't need to get into that. I don't even know what those are. <laughs> I've never heard of this. It's arbitrary. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically, I mean, if you are a rebel and you're trying to set boundaries, just ask yourself, you know, what kind of person do you want to be, and set your boundaries, you know, based off of yeah, the kind of human you want to be, and then like out of boundaries around things that you love or are passionate about or like believe in yeah um and that i think that's a good way to make your boundaries come true <laughs> it's possible for everyone it's, i think if you just believe <laughs> so then now we're here we're at the obligers we're at did the we make obligers? it last time no we did not we did it no, oh my we, god we're about i was to like be at Jordan, obligers. i didn't plug in the microphone <laughs> She doesn't know what that feeling feels like, but now she does. I think we were also at 30 minutes, too. So So we did it. We condensed some material. Nice. Eight minutes worth. It's not a big deal. There's no time limit. I think I feel like with guests, it's probably like natural to like. Oh, it's going to go over. I'm going to be like, oh, you're only allowed to talk for five minutes. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for coming to the show. Bye. People do that on their podcast. That's weird. They're like, it's not weird. It's fine. But they'll be like, hey, I have a guest speaker for this segment. You know, people will do segments on right. their podcast. And it's like, okay, this is my interview segment. And yeah. so they come on, they talk for like five, ten minutes, and then that's it. And they... Like, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I just feel like I would want, like, my guests to, like, do the whole thing with me. Like, well, thanks. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I, I just feel you. like we've already got plenty of episodes of me just talking for 30 minutes. So <laughs> why not? That is what a podcast is. Why not introduce some friends? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about obligers. Okay. Which so. she, when she asked me to take the test, this is what I got. And she was like, oh, yeah, me too. Yep. So obligers are actually the majority. The majority of people in the world are obligers. It's um, the most common tendency. They meet outer expectations very well and they struggle to meet inner expectations. So people pleasers. Yeah. That is. A lot of people with, I feel like, our culture today and just the yeah. way things women, the way things run. Yeah, women for sure are people pleasers um, a lot of times. Um, so we do, you know, we'll do anything for others. Um, we have trouble setting limits, um, which for sure. yeah, is really hard with talking about boundaries. Like, yeah, oh, I, man. As soon as you were talking about the tendencies, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about like, hey, what are we going to talk about with boundaries? And I just started talking about it and went, oh, the tendencies totally falls right into that because, yeah, like, I mean, I, I feel have... like people pleasing and lack of boundaries is like goes hand in hand. 
Yeah. It, like, because you're at that point, you're doing something for someone else. And like, mm-hmm. but I mean, what if, I don't know, like I was seeing this earlier. What if you're consciously doing it for others? Then I guess maybe at that point you've set good boundaries and I don't know. Well, personally, like I struggle really hard with personal boundaries. Like I just, I will do things for others all day and I love doing things for other people. Right. And that's yeah, like the too. whole thing. Like I, of course I would do anything for anyone that's fine right. except for myself. Right. And it's just like, I never make time for myself. I don't. I don't set boundaries for myself. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I don't even have them. Yeah. And I, like, think about it, and I know I need to have them, and I want them, and I, like, literally physically made myself sick last week because I didn't <laughs> have boundaries, and I worked really hard, and then I died. <laughs> and we're doing this podcast from heaven right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I got up close and whispered <laughs> It's, it's probably like screaming. A sacred space. We're floating on the clouds. But we basically are. I mean, <laughs> the billowy clouds. The billowy clouds. Yeah, we're in Jordan's really cool tapestry room. She's just covered the wall and the ceiling with cool tapestries. Yeah, you can't see any walls. It's just tapestries and salt lamps and witchy things. Yeah. Crystals and magic wands. And guys. blood. I'm just no, kidding. I'm a light witch. Don't do that. No blood in here. There is a Ouija board, but it's mostly for decoration because it's cool and old school. Is what it is. No, yeah, it's, it's badass. But yeah, no, no dark magic in here. Um, yeah, I was actually listening. I'll have to send it to you. There's a podcast called The Higher Self Podcast. Didn't you send me that? Yeah, I probably. But I was listening to this episode, and it was this girl, and it was just talking about like the witch being like, like the wise woman, and just like totally connected to the earth and like Mm -hmm. how it like turned into this bad thing right yeah the whole thing with being a witch is like nature worship and worship and like you know just connecting with mother nature and being like a goddess and i I don't see anything wrong with that we're all made of stardust and so everything is from the same stuff yeah and we should embrace that and respect it and be grateful for it and love it and give back to it. And I'm here that's for the it. thing with about being a witch and everyone's like, witches are evil. Burn them. <laughs> no, guys, we're trying to bring peace. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hmm. I think it inspires us to all get in touch with that. That natural so. side of things. I yeah. think it's cool. Yeah. Well, then this is like, okay, so talking about boundaries, I love all of that. I feel very much with all that. I connect with all of that, but I don't practice it in my life very much anymore. And admittedly, I did just- The boundaries? No, like just my spirituality in general. Yeah. I Like, I mean, I just uprooted my life and moved to Nashville- yeah, <laughs> and I think so. I'm trying to be self compassionate about that Good. and be like, I'm it's proud. okay that I haven't, you know, worked out in a million years, done yoga in a million Girl, years, me meditated. Either. Wow, what is that? It's been a while. It's just like I can feel my body being like, please give me attention. I need you to love me yeah. for a minute, and you're not. And yeah. I need a boundary over here. That's to be so like, real. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, and it's. And that's one of those things we can all relate to because, I mean, we just 
So, I mean, so many people are obligers and we don't carve out time for ourselves. And yeah, that's real. That's so important to me. And I just don't do it because the thing about obligers is they need outer accountability. Do you like that segue? Yeah, no, I loved it. I was like thinking the same thing. I was like, so. Yeah. So the strategy for habit change for obligers is accountability, the strategy of accountability. So they need deadlines and oversight and consequences and like accountability partners. Yeah, I just feel like I need someone to tell me like, hey, you're doing the right thing. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, well, I'll keep doing it. Exactly. Um, and sometimes it's hard to like figure out what kind of outer accountability works for you because it's different for everybody. And like some people can use like their significant other as an accountability yeah. partner. But like for me personally, I've never been able to do that. Like anytime I'm dating someone, it's like, oh, will you help me like make sure that I start doing this? And then they'll tell me to do it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, that's dude, not very kind or respectful, but that's I, how it happens. It's just like the idea of someone like bothering me incessantly until something gets done, like that freaks me out. <sighs> right. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like whenever I want, like get off my back. Yeah. And it's, you have to find that proper balance yeah. of like what kind of accountability works for you and how to maintain it. That's the other thing is like having sustainable accountability because right. I've had a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, I'll help you. And then like it just falls off everyone's radar and you forget about it. And it's like six months later, I still haven't worked out or meditated yeah. or yeah anything. And it's just like I built this cool room to do all the things and this is the longest I've been in here in a while. That's good. I'm <laughs> glad that we can do this. Here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, and like, I kind of talked about it in the past episode, so like vaguely, but just like learning to trust where you are in your process too. Yes. Maybe you weren't ready, like you having your thing with work and me coming to you and saying, hey, do you want to talk about boundaries? This is all kind of like, it's kind of perfect. Whoa, like. It's yeah, like maybe you weren't ready Timing. a while ago, but like you needed to be like working this many hours to like get to this point where you're like, oh my God, like my body feels like shit and <laughs> I haven't been taking care of myself. And now my friend is like, hey, let's talk about boundaries. And it's like, <laughs> like maybe it wasn't time. Maybe, maybe this will be like the inspiration for you to be like, hey. You're acknowledging your needs right now. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even realize I had them. Acknowledging yeah. is to becoming aware of them. Yeah. I think that's like <laughs> the biggest important like first step. Like you realizing that, hey, I want time for myself and like this is important to me. So mm -hmm. and like talking about um, self-compassion and like being OK with like your where you are in your process. Like, yeah. Like I said, I just moved and mm -hmm. then I had to get a job and then I had to get that settled and situated. And then, like, like how many months ago did you move? At the end of October. So it's the beginning of February. So yeah, some like people three. might still even be looking for jobs at this point, too. Yeah, I got one. Like a you got them super fast. Like, You're like, I already have two jobs. <laughs> uh, well, I was here for three weeks without a job at all. And then I got two jobs on the same day. <laughs> Manifesting queen. It was cool. It was really cool. And then now I'm full time at the one job and it's amazing and I love it. And it's, oh, it's fantastic. Um, but I do think that I might have bitten off more than I could chew. I mean, and little... that's normal for us. Remember, yeah, we like, do that. <laughs> we're like, oh, no, I can do it. Like, I can do it. Like, I was rereading my blog that I wrote about boundaries and like 
I was talking about that and just like not knowing when to say no and like I like I went to like five Thanksgivings one year <laughs> like like I drove around because I thought like oh yeah I want to go see <laughs> all the family members and it's like <laughs> I was dead tired like I bet plus all that food you're gonna be in a all kinds of coma yeah, Ooh. yeah. but yeah it's hard it's hard for us to like n- not say I want to do it because you want to make everybody happy right yeah and that's the thing and I also struggle with like being alone yeah and, like that's part of what I need to like have this like you know meditating is generally like an alone time thing yeah. you know and like you can do it in groups obviously that's awesome but um I just I'm I struggle with alone time and so I think that learning how to do that is Hell a good yeah. start and the other thing is like it all feels like this crazy cycle where I'm like stuck in a loop. So I like get up and I work and I get home and I'm exhausted. And so then I don't really get as much done in the evening that I want to. And I'm a morning person. So like preferably I'd get up and get things done and like, like do all my, day, yeah. yeah. Like I used to get up really, really early and like meditate, yoga, all the things in the morning. And it was awesome. Was this when you were in North Carolina? Yes. Yes. Um, I did this the most when I lived with um, my friend's on Cornwallis that was so much fun and I would like we had this sunroom and I would like meditate in there as the sun would come up and do it was beautiful and like that's the one thing about this room is that I've covered everything and well there's not really any windows to make the sunrise thing happen right but and maybe that's what I'm missing and why it's weird is because I don't I'm used to having that light I don't know what it is but the sun being an important mm -hmm. part of that routine maybe maybe it is maybe that's part of it I need to open there's one you could do it on your deck or something that deck is dangerous (laughs) when we when I rebuild the deck (laughs) heard (laughs) um yeah I I just think like there's this cycle of like I get really really tired and then in the mornings instead of getting up early and doing what I want to do I'm sleeping to catch up on that. And the other problem is I have no accountability in the mornings to actually keep me from turning off that snooze, like the snooze button. What what was your previous accountability? Your roommates? Um, No. Uh, I don't know what I did then. Maybe it was just like a different setting. I, I probably was dating somebody. And they would like, I would have to text them in the morning and be like, I'm up doing my thing. I don't know what it was. I have to, I have to think about that because that's right. Like, because I guess to me, I'm thinking like, okay, well, what's different between this setting and that setting? And maybe like identifying that you would be able to, because I worked at the same time. It's not like I'm getting up earlier. Um... Man, I don't know. I'll have to identify that and I'll get back to you. Because <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know. That's interesting to think about. Um, I wonder, too, if you being tired was, like, not setting your boundaries. Like, your soul's exhausted. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the other thing is since I've moved here, and this is also part of the process, it's like I moved here to be with my people. Right. You know? Right. and. Because of that, like, I want to always be seeing my people. And there's so much to do in Nashville. So it's like, and I love my people. I don't want to ever be without them. I don't like being alone and stuff. And so it's just like, even when I do get a second to myself, I'm like, 
who's available? Who, who wants to hang out right now? Know, like someone, like, yeah. I can call someone, I can yeah. do something. And I just like distract myself. I'm like, wait, there went my entire free evening that I could have been doing this or whatever, you know? And I like distract myself. I think it's somehow it's self-sabotage probably. Oh, for sure. This I sounds think. all too familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Relatable. It's it's an obliger thing. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> Although most people would, but like. <laughs> I'm <Most> special. <laughs> we are all special. All special. Uh, yeah, I just. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're you're going to kill it. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to be accountability partner. Yeah. Madeline. Yes. Will you be my accountability partner? Oh, my God. She's on one knee. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I will. Thank you. I will be yours. Yes. Uh, I think that's time for Valentine's. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Let's make (laughs) T-shirts. Hashtag I'm an obliger. Oh, my gosh. They do have, like, obliger (sighs) T-shirts and stuff. (laughs) We We could do that as at the theme at Bonnaroo. Yeah. What's your per- like a personality type theme mm, day? Yeah. I was I don't know if this is when we were recording the first time <laughs> probably this time. But we were talking about like the different like zodiacs and stuff. I guess that was both times. But I feel like people should it would be cool. I mean people hate labels, so people are gonna hate this, but like if you could just you know how it's becoming very common to be like, Oh my gosh, what's your sign? Oh yeah, I but wish like it was embody standard. Your sign? Yeah, to, like, know if everyone just kind of knew all their things like this. And you could just, like, have that up front and be like, hey, uh, I'm Jordan. I'm an Aquarius. I'm an obliger. Um, oh, my God. Do you remember ASL? All five of them. What? Age, is- sex, location. You would type it on AIM. No. What is that? <laughs> so I was very sheltered. It was like when you go into <laughs> chat rooms, you would, like, do A slash F slash L. And you would put, like. 15F Tennessee. That sounds sketchy. Now that I'm saying it to you, it sounds fucking sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't so, yeah, remember that. Yeah, you could like essentially go into chat rooms and people could be like, yeah, I'm 30 years old. I'm a male and I'm in Florida. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's how like that is... fishing started, catfishing and stuff. This is why that kind of stuff well, is dangerous. I just thought it would be funny to like tack on zodiac like no, aslz yeah, like but now it's mm-hmm. just creepy and i don't want to well, do that it's okay i see where you were coming from <laughs> i'm picking up what you're putting down maybe we can make like, like it, name tags just... like hello i'm a pisces yeah i just like i want everyone's things all their different like attributes to be like part of how you introduce yourself so that you can be like oh cool then you like kind of know how to talk to them and like can relate what would you to do things. for the rebels what do you mean? Would they want to give their sign? Probably not, no. And that's how you'd know who they are. <laughs> oh, you think I'm a Taurus? I'm actually a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, I don't know. Questioners wouldn't want to do it either because it's silly. Yeah. And they don't, wouldn't see a reason why. But, but I get what you're saying. And I think it would yeah. be cool. It would just be cool if that was, like, part of it. Like, in the future when we all have, like, you ever seen Wally? Yeah. Yeah, and they have those screens. They're gonna have like screens above our heads, though, and it's gonna have yeah. all of the like your fun like facts that about Black yourself. Mirror episode? Did you? No, see? I don't watch. No, oh. don't it's an episode TV. where it's like you judge like people's social profiles and like whether you want to like interact with them or not. Like they get ratings. Joanne was telling us they had them in China. 
that sounds freaking weird yeah like literally judging people why i mean yeah i don't know i don't know i guess that's what i'm saying to do isn't it uh kind of i didn't mean to but i don't think you meant it in that way no but But. that's that's so interesting i mean it's definitely i'm sure that it i mean it helps us like identify patterns and be like okay i've had this experience with this Mm -hmm. so now i can say do this or that or something like that and it's like dating profiles i guess i don't really know i i assume that you know like don't you put your like about me stuff and it's like well if you see someone that says i like dogs and you're like definitely afraid of dogs you're probably not gonna right fly oh, however you like setting it. that boundary right now yep nope no dogs <laughs> for me <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i guess that is interesting yeah so we'll think about that yeah and we realized that being obligers, we're natural people pleasers. And so what a great segue into the boundaries. And so Jordan kind of touched on this a little bit, um, but we'll go over it again. So we figured the upholders probably have like a really good idea of boundaries and mm-hmm. they can define what they expect for other people and then also kind of what they expect for themselves. Yeah. Um, questioner, they keep that boundary of, hey, I'm only going to do this if it makes sense to me. Perhaps they're good at internal boundaries, too. I would think so, just because, you know, yeah, they, I mean, they're not going to do it if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, like, I mean. Nothing arbitrary, please. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're probably pretty, pretty good at that. Yeah. Boundary is probably their middle name. <laughs> uh rebels we haven't really decided like we imagine that they would have a good boundary i know jordan mentioned like their authentic selves and yeah hey i'm not gonna do what you want me to do i don't care what you think so we feel like that's a pretty pretty important quality with setting boundaries uh yeah so obligers are probably probably the weakest the weakest link (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, and I think we can both kind of identify with that too. It's just we don't ever think about ourselves and we don't think about like it doesn't matter how I feel because I want somebody else. I want to make sure that they feel good. And I know that's always been like a big thing for me, just like making sure is everybody okay? Is everybody happy? Oh, my God. Even the slightest like, oh, I think they're pissed off, like freaks me out. It still does. and. I'm still learning, like, hey, I'm not responsible for other people's emotions. Right. It's not my responsibility to keep them happy. They're probably pissed off about something that I really don't have any control of. And yeah, just kind of reminding myself of that. And but yeah, that kind of led me to the question of, well, I mean, if we're people pleasers and obligers, like, can boundaries even exist? And so Jordan mentioned that outer accountability is the key to obligers being able to have create habits and boundaries and things like that Uh, having just having someone to hold you to it because you can't really do it for yourself and I know you were talking about that that's frustrating like thinking about like it feels like you can't do anything for yourself and it's like I think there are tricks to that depending on again what kind of accountability works for you but sometimes like you can be accountable to something like your phone so, like, there's all kinds of apps and things that can remind you to do yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's so, like, true. that is not another person. You're not relying on another external. person. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to have to have something external. That's a good point. And, I mean, 
I wonder if that's my self-sabotage not wanting to download apps like that. Because app like, apps yeah. like that is kind of annoying to me. Yeah, I can see that. They actually, <laughs> uh, Gretchen has an app called. The There's Best. an app for that. There's an app for that. It's called Better App, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and you can like find community in there of like people who also need accountability or whatever it is for your tendency. But just, you know, speaking for obligers, like if you need outer accountability, like there's people who've created groups for these things and like, it's a whole community of people like helping each other achieve their dreams. And it's really cool. One love. Yeah. One love. One love. So yeah, she kind of mentioned like, I thought it was frustrating that, what did she say? Like absolutely requires outer accountability. And for me, I'm just like, okay, well, how can I create this accountability? Because I don't feel like I'm always going to have someone to hold me. So I've been working on trying to keep myself accountable, becoming an upholder. All right. (laughs) But like Jordan said, I can't really, can't really be another one. But anyways, so what I found with creating boundaries is just to always take baby steps. And you can't rush into it too fast because... You're going to get overwhelmed. It's going to get sticky. It's just, it's going to be hard. And they're so serious and it's such an important thing that I think we really need to pay very close attention and take extra care to make sure that we can get it right. And I mentioned it earlier, but don't forget that by setting your boundaries, you're speaking your truth. And that is the most important thing you could ever do for yourself because when you're living behind a mask you're living for other people and not yourself (laughs) oh thanks it's important to live for yourself i think so it's like a huge life yeah i don't want to wake up and i'm like oh cool i just worked for someone else's company like (laughs) pissed off in traffic (laughs) all day gotta embrace the traffic embrace it you you can't get out of it get into it (laughs) Just start playing bumper cars. Don't do that. Don't do that, guys. (laughs) So another thing that I found to be important, which uh, I think Jordan mentioned this with the questioners, but just remembering like the intentions behind why you're setting your boundaries. And I guess this makes the most sense of like, okay, well, someone is saying something that's hurting my feelings. And where I used to just kind of let that wash over me and be sad about it I kind of catch myself stopping and confronting the person and just telling them hey no this isn't cool and really just saying okay well I'm setting this boundary because I don't want to be talked to like this or I don't want to be disrespected like this and so I feel that it's important that I deserve this and I'm gaining self-respect and confidence and esteem by not letting you walk all over me. And I think that's a pretty non-obliger thing to do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) I would have a hard time with that. (laughs) But yeah, you just have to choose your feelings and your well-being before anyone else's. And it's like how they say with the oxygen mask, like you have to put yours on before you put another one else. And so unfortunately, that's just such a hard concept for us to understand. But I mean... Yeah. If something makes you uncomfortable, I don't think you should do it. And if you don't want it, don't take it. And it's kind of hard because you have to be accountable, but just learning to take control of like your state of mind and just 
I can choose to be respected. So that's what I'm going to choose. I like that. Thanks. I like it too. Starts with self-respect too. It does. It's so hard hard for some people. It's so hard. And it's like, (laughs) I don't understand why it's so hard. But like when you can remember how you are like part of this bigger, cooler thing, like, yes, I don't know. I don't know really how to explain it. I just feel it more than anything. Yeah. I feel like when I'm constantly like listening to books and podcasts and stuff that are talking about like, you know, self-care and self-help and all of those things, like the constant reminder from like just kind of bombarding yourself with that kind of thing all the time, that helps you stay accountable. I think that's maybe that's part of like what I've been having trouble with lately is like I don't. I haven't been listening to all that stuff as much because my job is frequency. way different than it used to be. Yeah. And yeah, it does. It raises your frequency. It makes you aware. You're like living intentionally, you know, True. and thinking about that all the time and keeping you conscious of your actions and like how how aware you are of all of that. And if you're not constantly thinking about it, then you can get pushed to the back burner For and not sure. even realize it. And then you'll be on your deathbed and... Oh, gosh. Oh, I should have set that boundary. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're not about here. We're about embracing it. We're about taking control, living intentionally. Oh, yeah. Yes. So communication is a huge part in defining (laughs) defining the boundaries because I've realized that I'm the kind of person who assumes that someone's going to know how I'm feeling and assume that this is bothering me, but I actually don't say anything. And so I kind of let it build up and then I get angry. And it's, I mean, if you look at it one way, like it's not their fault that I'm pissed off if I don't say anything, you know? So I try to like look at their side of the thing and just remember to communicate and yeah. Makes me think of Obliger Rebellion. Because so with obligers, people, you know, they they take advantage of them and they kind of get exploited and like people are like, oh, this person will do anything That's and true. they'll just keep going I and going if they and do that going. Unconsciously, or if you think um, they're conscious about it. Both. I think sometimes they're conscious, yeah. sometimes they're not. Um, sometimes they're a little bit, but not fully. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, if if you're like us you can just keep asking me to do things and I'm going to keep doing it. It doesn't matter if I should have stopped 20 hours ago and that I'm like dead. I'm still going to be like a ghost walking around doing it for you. Cause like, it's just, you I can't don't let them down. I can't stop. And if, you know, I think when, so when that happens, um, you'll, you know, obligers will get fed up and they'll, they'll kind of combust and rebel against it and then they'll like just be like i'm out of here and they'll like quit their job and And someone's like like, move to another country and it's like yeah obligers do things like that all the time and it's like i mean i've done that you know where it's just like hey i'm in a different state now it's fine (laughs) it's like not that that's how i ended up here but it's how i have ended up places take off your mask you're a rebel (laughs) (laughs) well they all overlap which is cool not all of them but they it's like a four circle thing and like two and two will overlap and so obliger and rebels overlap and that's and they also make great partners which is interesting a lot of times rebels 
um, like romantic partners. They'll they'll be involved with obligers because they just work really well together. You were saying that, but it kind of reminded me of like narcissists and empaths. Like it seemed like they would need each other. Yeah, like a codependent. Yeah, kind of. But maybe it doesn't have to be codependent. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. That's I'm interested Gretchen. to see, like, yeah, <laughs> what who are the rebels that I know, but I don't know. There's not as many of them. I think that's the least popular yeah. one, the least, like, common. No one um, wants to be a rebel. Everybody wants to be a rebel. <laughs> James Dean. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie called? Rebel Without a Cause. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I don't remember watching it, but. I don't think I ever did. Just have movie night. Saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that I own that on Plex. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like you were talking about communicating with people. And I feel like that might be a way to stop oblige your rebellion. Like if you're communicating about sure. things, you're not going to go and rebel against it because you will have been talking about it yeah. like a normal adult normal here we are (laughs) and i know the communication thing will be hard because telling people how we feel is scary and it's like we don't know what they're going to do with that information and like yeah if i just act like everything's okay then no one's going to ask any questions right you just i'm fine it's fine yeah dog in the fire are you happy that's all i'm worried about yep yeah as long as you're happy i'm good (laughs) even everything's on fire (laughs) This is fine. (laughs) Okay, so the last thing that I have realized is so important at starting to set boundaries in your life is to practice saying no. And I get that the point of boundaries is not to say no. It's to be intentional with your time and your energy. But saying no is really, really hard for me. And I don't know if it's really hard for you too, Jordan. But like, what is no? (laughs) I don't want to upset anybody. And I don't. Even if someone I don't want to hang out with asks me to hang out, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Let me move everything out of my schedule for you. I'm not like that anymore, but that's definitely real. And I think that by beginning to say no and like not really having a huge attachment to the emotional outcome of the other person Mm -hmm. helps like when we're out in public or like, I don't know customer server interactions like oh no I don't want to refill or no I don't want a box or just something like that like I feel like some people might even have trouble with that learning to kind of detach from it yeah something I you might know too like I used to feel obligated to give people my phone number all the time like they ask for your phone number number. and you're like yeah yeah well now I'm like I don't want certain people to have my phone number. Like yeah, no. the other day I was like, Hey, I'll give you my Instagram, but I'm I'm not giving my phone number out. Like I just did that for the first time the other day too. I was did like, it feel good? What about my Instagram? I mean, I'd rather like it be something like that than like blowing up in your space, like texting yeah, and like texting is personal. You're not yeah, you're not really like someone I want to be invested with. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah, that's good practice. I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of you for doing that. Hell yeah. And I think something that I have to remind myself about is like if people are going to react in that shitty way, like if they don't respect your boundaries, you don't want them in your life yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you need Not to like the good energy evaluating. Yeah, right. for sure. If we're going to be intentional with it, we're going to choose good energy. Right. I agree. 
for sure. And you deserve friends and loved ones that respect you and your well-being and your emotions. And you don't have to tolerate anything less. Absolutely. Preach. Yeah. So here's a little cool quote that I found from my blog that I was going over. So I'll read it to you. Your mind, body, and soul need the space to grow and blossom. And you should never let anyone or anything take that away from you. It's important to communicate your needs and feelings if you feel safe in order to protect yourself. Oh, I love that. Thanks. It's very true. Thanks. Yeah, boundaries have been a hard thing, but I feel like I'm finally, like, getting to a point where this is important to me. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings. But if it does, like, right. we're, we're, we're both going to get over it. Yeah, it's really by three days from now, no one's going to care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, Jordan, that's all I have. If you have anything else you want to share or... Gosh, so many things. I know. I know. I'm like, fuck, this can't be the only one. I know. You'll have to come back. You'll have to come back. I love this little recording studio we've got going on right now. She's got like acoustic little guys behind the tapestries. Yeah. Thank you to old roommates who leave things behind. cheers cheers guys (laughs) um let's see yeah no I do want to just say thank you oh Oh my gosh so so much for letting me do this and I am so proud of you for doing Uh, this podcast it's amazing and I want to be like everyone should listen but if you're hearing this you're already doing that so good on you you should share and rate and review and do all the things because this is awesome and it's I just feel like everyone could benefit from this because I'm just constantly thinking about people who I would never think would listen to things like this, like who are super opposed to this kind of thing. But I, feel I like just a feel lot like, of people I know don't even yeah. acknowledge. Yeah. And that's okay. Like I feel that's like people okay. are just like at different points in their process. Mm-hmm. Paths of their lives and things. But I think I think mm. the world needs people like us sharing our love yeah. and spreading like wisdom and knowledge and absolutely let's wake people up and wake up bring some magic to the world. Here's some coffee. Here's some good coffee. morning. <laughs> I've got Christmas coffee. <laughs> um, but yeah, so next week if I can get out of my obliging self and figure out a plan we're going to talk about tackling self-doubt and mm. i still have to figure out what i want to talk about but come back something that. That, right <laughs> something that i've been working on working on so yeah we will figure out what that means next monday don't forget to follow me on instagram at embrace the madness podcast and yeah thanks again for tuning in this is madeline and jordan and jordan it's me (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see you next time thanks so much Bye. bye thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of embrace the madness don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life